Welcome to Unlawyerly, where we talk about life, the pursuit of happiness, and some law. This is Ramin. It's time to get unlawyerly. You know, today marks the halfway point for the blessed month of Ramadan. And it's a good time to just stop and reflect. I think that's what the vast majority of this month is about, is reflecting, changing, and transforming. When I was growing up, and I would ask my parents, you know, why are we fasting? What is the whole point of it? And often, the the answer that I would get, and it's no fault of their own, it's because this is you know, the vast majority of the way that they were taught, and they didn't have access to information that we do, at least in this day and age, and especially those of us in the West. But the answer that I would often get was to feel how poor people feel. And yes, there is that empathetic nature for Ramadan where when you are fasting, you're not eating and drinking from sunrise to sunset, you do get a realization for how fortunate you are in whatever circumstance in life you are. I think we are all fortunate with whatever we have, which is why it is often said when you're comparing yourselves, look at those who have less than you than more than you. Um, and I think it helps to put things in perspective and be grateful for where you are at. But that's not what Ramadan is about. Ramadan is it's much, much greater and, and more than that. Obviously, this month commemorates the the month in which the revelation was given to our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it embarks a transformation in, in the history of, of, of human beings also. Yes, previous messages were, were given and, and received by various prophets and various people. But Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu brought the message that basically sealed everything. Hence why he is the seal of the prophets. Nobody is coming after him. Um, the message is, is complete. This is the final message. Our, our religion has been perfected uh, in our faith and our practice. And so Ramadan is much more than that. It's not necessarily empathizing with how people who have less, you know, poor people, etc. Ramadan is, is, is transformational. And I'll say this to you. This month, this year has been completely different. This is the first year in my own journey where I am in a completely different state. For those of you who have been following me know that uh, almost a year ago, a year is going to come up very soon, I decided to complete the changes in my life, and that was retiring from, from big law, retiring from that lifestyle, moving away from it, and taking really a much more uh, balanced approach to things. And, and yes, it did mean exchanging some things over another, but it's been, alhamdulillah, a remarkable year. I, I will say this. When you try and you make your intentions to be in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you give some things, you never get shortchanged. Human beings will shortchange you. God never does. And I will tell you this, in, in the time period that this change has happened for me, with whatever I have given up or I've traded in, he has given me something and so many things that are much better and if not the equivalent, alhamdulillah, 
I will forever be grateful, and that's always been the case. But this year for Ramadan has been very transformational for me because it has been different. Um, you know, I'm not saying that when I was working, I wasn't able to take part in Ramadan, but I think it's just the culmination of of things that have happened has led this Ramadan to be different. And we're at the halfway mark, and the two weeks that have passed by has just been beautiful. Has just really been beautiful. I was talking with my son just to kind of get, put this uh, to illustrate this, and you know I do talk to him about a lot of things, but not about this. And he told me he's like, Dad, you know, in the the time that we've had Ramadan, it's it's been so easy. It's been less stressful. It's been calm. And my son, he's nine years old. We don't require him to fast. Obviously, he's he's not of the age where he would be required. To fast, and of course, for those of you who may not know, there are exceptions to Ramadan. You know, if you're uh, sick, if you're elderly, taking medication, if you're pregnant, um, you know, if you have a baby, you're you're, you're uh, nursing uh, women on their their menstrual cycle, if you're traveling, uh, if you're young, etc. There are a lot of exceptions because Islam is not meant to make anything difficult by any means. It's supposed to be. Uh, an, an easy way of life. Now, of course, there are requirements of things that needs to be done, but Islam is never meant to be difficult. And so we don't require my our, our son to, to fast or any of our children. He's, he's tried it, uh, but I've never really spoken to him about the ease that comes with the month. And there is an ease that comes with it. For those of um, you who are, are not Muslim and, and, and or don't fast for whatever reason, uh, you may think that it's extremely difficult, especially in the summer months where it's hot or different climates. And of course, it's not easy, but every single time that Ramadan has come, it's come with a sense of ease. It really has. God has always made it easy. Allah SWT has always made it easy. So I just found it very interesting that my son, who I have not, not spoken to him about the ease that comes with it, he tells me, Papa, it's been easy. It's been less stress. It's been very calm. And I told him, son, you're right. It has been and it is. And that's just the, the beauty that comes with the month. Because Ramadan, to bring me back to my very earlier point, it is a very transformational month. And it's broken up into different levels of fasting. The first level is where you don't eat and you don't drink. And look, at the end of the day, nobody else is going to know if you're fasting or not. That really is between you and God. You can say that you're fasting, but you may not be. Who knows? And who cares at the end of it? Because it's not supposed to be a month where you're doing something for other people in the sense that you're showing fasting. Yes, you do things for other people, a lot of charity, a lot of zakat, uh, sadaqah, you know, whatever good you can do, it is multiplied more so in this month. But really, this month is 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 very um, is very much in tune with with you and your Creator. If you really want to get the full aspect of the month of Ramadan, yes, the first level is no eating and no drinking, and there will be pains of hunger and thirst uh, depending on what you do. And look, a lot of us in the West, um, it's not such that. Uh, you know, compared to other Muslim countries, and look, some of you may get upset because you may say, well, I don't do this, and you may not, but from my uh, experience in other Muslim countries, the vast majority of people, they will sleep most of the day, 
you know, and then wake up and then start to break bread their fast. Not everybody, but that is a trend. In the West, life goes on. You you work the same, you know, you go to school, you do what you need to do. And so you will feel the sense of pain and, and uh, from the hunger and the thirst, but then your body gets used to it. And that's that's another beauty of it is that our bodies are 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 very much in tune to change with circumstances to change with the environment as well but that's level one and ramadan is much greater than that ramadan with level two and level three and so on it's the greater fast the greater jihad because jihad at the end of the day means struggle and it is can you fast your eyes can you fast your ears can you fast your tongue? Can you fast your legs, your body, your behavior? And that is the greater aspect of it because in this day and age where our focus is on physical well-being, mental well-being, those things come with Ramadan. It comes with the idea that are you able to watch your temper? Are you able to watch your tongue, i.e., not talk about other people, not backbite, which is huge. And you could be backbiting and not even knowing. Are you watching certain things that you shouldn't be? That's not necessarily helping your fast. That could even break your fast. And those are the greater aspects of, of the month of Ramadan. And I'm a firm believer that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God is not looking for you to do big things. Small incremental consistent things the other night during Tarawi prayer one of the things that he had mentioned was exactly this you know are you coming to pray or are you praying on a regular basis not necessarily just saying look on one day I'm going to pray the entire night and the entire day and then the rest of the month the rest of the year I'm just kind of lay back sit, you know just kind of hang out and that's it you know that that act by itself may God accept it um is different on the scales when you do small incremental changes you know making sure that at least if you're not praying all five prayers are you getting to one to two prayers a day if you're not reading you know the Quran or you maybe just reading one to two ayats or translations small things over a period of time that creates change and I'm speaking from my own experience that's exactly what I do I take one or two things and I say I'm really gonna focus on this and just let it just become a habit. Let it just become a natural part of my day-to-day -day being. And then at the end of it, it's just something that I can't miss. And I do this with other aspects of my life too. Gym is a big example of it. I started to go little by little and now it's such an ingrained part of my life that I go. Now, for those of you wondering, during the month of Ramadan, do I uh, go to the gym? I don't. I used to. I just realized that during this month, there are the other physical aspects that I'm benefiting from i.e. the intermittent fasting. And so I take the month of Ramadan off from the gym. I focus on other things. And then when Ramadan's done, I incorporate gym back into my routine. And, and trust me, I get back into the swing of things. Uh, there are people who will f go to the gym at nighttime or in the early in the mornings. I've done it in the past. Uh, but right now where I'm at in life, it's not where it's at. And that's okay. I'll get back into it. But I do focus on the other aspects, which really does help with the mental well-being. And it does help me become what I look at as being a better person. You know, am I following the dean and the way that 
uh, it's in the line with the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu And it's not perfect, not meant to be perfect. It's just meant to be a transformative change that allows you to to get to that point where you look back and you reflect and you say, you know what? I've gotten better. I've gotten better at X, Y, and Z. Perhaps I'm backbiting less or not at all. Perhaps I'm watching what I look at. I'm lowering my, my gaze for both men and for women. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm purifying my thoughts. And God is not looking for you to be perfect. He has angels for that. He has created human beings to be ones with mistakes, to be fallible. And that's why His mercy is so grand that when we do make mistakes and we are sincere about wanting to rectify those and we ask for forgiveness and then we try to change our ways so that we don't make those mistakes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God is there to, to forgive. And He will continue to forgive until your last breath. That is how grand His mercy is. And this month of Ramadan is an example of His mercy. From that point that my son Zion made about this month feels at ease, it feels calm, to making it such that the days don't feel long. You know, to being able to, to break your fast whatever food you have and realizing that it's still something you know when we eat we're not supposed to gorge we're not supposed to have these vast meals it's just supposed to be enough because if you're able to control your appetite that that's huge in terms of what else you can control because a lot of people can't control that they'll have these these huge meals and then they'll be tired and if you're like well brother you're not supposed to be judging during the month of Ramadan and I think you're judging I'm not. I'm just stating a fact that during the month of Ramadan, we're not meant to eat such large meals. And our stomachs even shrink that when we do eat after a few morsels of food, we do feel full, alhamdulillah. We do feel full. And that's what it's meant to be. Um, and even with Tarawih prayer, you know, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu during the month of Ramadan would go to pray, you know, at the mosque or at the Masjid Congregational Prayer some nights. And some nights he would pray at home. Why? You know, my son asked why. Why is that the case? And I said, think about it. If there was an obligation that we had to go to the masjid, to go to the mosque, to pray every single night, it would create a hardship for people who can't. So whether you're doing ibadat at home, you're doing your worship at home, or you're doing at the masjid, may Allah accept all of those. It's okay during this month. It's okay, and you will get the benefit of it, the reward of it. But anyway, I was waiting for my kids there at Sunday school right now, and I had some moments, and I was just reflecting myself because we are at the halfway point. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a good period for us to just stop, reflect, and, and change what we can, and pray Allah SWT makes it easy for us and, and allows us to be able to take the good that we're creating in our, in our lives and our habits throughout the rest of the year and the things that have not been helpful, the things that are, are toxic, the things that just don't do us any good, that may we shed those things. May we get rid of them and not revert back to doing it. Anyway, for those of you who are listening and you are fasting, you are taking part in the month of Ramadan, may Allah SWT make it easy for you all. May the rest of the time that we have 
in this month be be used wisely um, because we may not be able to see next year so let's take advantage of it and pray that all of our fasting and our prayers accepted amen talk next time as always i appreciate you and thank you for listening to unloyerly my name is reen mohammed you can catch me on instagram at unloyerly with reen unloyerly.com on our website of course please feel free to subscribe to our youtube that's it for today my name is reen again and it's been unloyerly thank you